Famed Italian architect Michele De Lucchi has a portfolio of work and roster of clients that spans the globe, having designed for some of the industry's most influential brands. He now runs AMDL Circle, his architectural practice focused on an open, human-centered approach. Today, he's on the line from his base in Milan, where he joins Susie Anetta in conversation. This is the Design Dialogues. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's really such a pleasure to be talking to you today. Uh, thank you. I'm very pleased me too. That's great. Well, I wanted to start our conversation by um, maybe going back to the beginning when you first studied, uh, I believe you studied architecture in Florence, one of the great cultural cities of the world. And I wanted to ask you about you know, what led you to make the decision to study architecture and what made you decide to study there specifically? Could you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yes, but this is a, it's not a very, it's a very funny story because you know that uh, uh, I have a twin. Oh. I'm a twin brother. Okay. And, uh, and uh, we are totally identical. And uh, we are so identical that uh, um, nobody was able to recognize one to the other. <sighs> and... Uh, and I was very much suffering from for this condition, and uh, as soon as uh, it was possible for 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 both of us to separate and to be more independent and more individual, we we, we took the opportunity. And uh, at the time, uh, we we decided to to study two totally different um, uh, disciplines, apart for two totally different uh, professions. And um, my brother became a scientist in, in chemistry, and me, I did architecture. But we did, uh, um, we studied in two uh, different cities, and uh, and I went to Florence, and my brother went to Venice. Um, Florence and Venice are the two Renaissance city in Italy. So in some way, we have been uh, both of us. We have been. Uh, um, uh, deep in the Renaissance time, even if we were in a in contemporary disciplines, and uh, and uh, the reason was just to to stay uh, far away one from the other. Um, but uh, the decision to be architect for me was very important because uh, because uh, um, at the time I. I I wanted to become an artist and more than not an architect. And uh, and uh, um, my father was not very happy because he thought that uh, as an artist uh, I would not be um, uh, I would not be um, well uh, well uh, trained, and um, he wanted me to become an engineer. Uh, and uh, so at the end, architecture was. Uh, a good compromise between art and and the engineer. Mm. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, but uh, as soon as uh, I was in Florence, I understood immediately that uh, 
architecture was my my my, my discipline, and uh, I became immediately very very happy to to study architecture, and I was very successful at school. I have to admit that uh, in the in the year of uh, I spent eight years in Florence, and uh, they were wonderful years. Wonderful because I I realized myself. I understood that uh, uh, I'm not a part of uh, an entity called uh, Twin, uh, hmm. and uh, and um, uh, yes, uh, I I I started to uh, this profession very enthusiastically, and uh, I understood that um, architecture is in some way. Um, uh, it, Need an artistic approach because architecture, uh, you, you know, this um, this mix between feeling individual and uh, uh, the desiring to become an artist and um, involved in architecture was a, a good mix to uh, to to create a a, a, a very personalized approach to architecture. That's, yeah, that's such an interesting story. I, I really want to ask you about your time with the Memphis group and your experience of being mm. part of that group and working with and collaborating with Ettore Sotsas. Could you tell us a little bit about that period in your career? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm very happy to, to go back to this year because, uh, because they, they were very, very fantastic and uh, exciting Yes. Um, yes, as I told you, when I went to Florence, I I was very much in love with the city, with my independence, with um, uh, with uh, all the cultural atmosphere in 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 Florence. Uh, and um, but Florence was not a a, a very I can say very. Um, lifeful city in terms of cultural cultural initiatives and so i moved to milan uh, where i met uh, uh, not only at resources but also um, alessandro mendini ugo la pietra many other um, italian uh, architects they, they were the protagonist of uh, the so-called italian radical architecture and Italian radical architecture was um, uh, a phenomenon in which um, uh, in which um, uh, some architects uh, got involved uh, with the idea of a, a new social role for architect for architects. And uh, and uh, at the time, the, the the main discussion was what can we do as architects to be uh, Important contributor to uh, to to well-being of uh, of the society, which is our role. What 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 can we do in terms of a proposal, in terms of a, of um, um, setting up a a, a discussion, a, a good a good discussion about lifestyle, about uh, the quality. Of building and the quality, but more than the quality, the quality of life, because um, because uh, the topic was always uh, um, uh, how architecture can provide a better lifestyle and b a better 
comfort, but also especially a better cultural co condition. And uh, when I dropped in this uh, in this uh, mentality, uh, was um, was clear enough that uh, what we needed was to propose a new model of the house, a new model of life, a new model, a more contemporary model. Um, um, if you want more more um, connected with the fashion and um, um, with design, I mean, architecture would not be only uh, a, a discipline to build up uh, constructions, but uh, was a discipline uh, to help uh, uh, humans to understand better the the life, the the time, the so-called zeitgeist, the 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 mood of time, the soul, the soul of time, and uh, uh, and so we started to create a, a more um, happy and uh, and um, um, uh, happy and colorful and. Uh, um, attractive mood for people uh, in design, in architecture, but also in uh, in um, uh, you know Milano was a is, has been always a, a city uh, where design, fashion especially, fashion is very important in Milano. Uh, there are a lot of fashion designers, a lot of uh, magazine for fashion, and uh, this relation between uh, fashion, uh, lifestyle, design, architecture. Was a wonderful mix that uh, that um, created the best uh, uh, the best uh, um, uh, the, the best fertile soil to to make growing Memphis. Mm. Well, I I wanted to actually ask you, I guess, particularly about the product design, uh, or furniture and lighting that came out of that period of time from the Memphis movement. Um, it seems to me that there is a bit of a revival or a renewed sense of appreciation for the work that you and the rest of the group created during that time. And I wanted to hear your thoughts about why mm. you think that work might still hold an appeal. Um, yes, Memphis came out... Uh, uh, also because of um, of a need of a rebellion against uh, a very static mood in in design and architecture um, it's very important to to note that uh, almost uh, 90% of the designer in memphis uh, we were architects uh, and so um, and, and this is important i believe because today design and architecture are much more divided and much more uh, independent, but uh, but this condition that uh, when you think as an architect, you don't think to the construction, but you think to the life of people that um, will uh, will happen inside. Uh, it, it, it is a very special condition and it is a, a very special uh, creative mentality. So what we wanted was uh, to 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 break down with the with the with the past. Uh, uh, with the um, conventionality in design, with this idea of um, uh, coordinated environments and um, and, and uh, um, bourgeois style, and we wanted to create a, a, a much younger, much um, uh, much fashionable. You know. uh, we, we, I mean, it's the time to say 
to say that design and fashion they can run together was a was a, a very strong statement uh, uh, for 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 conventional designers this was uh, like uh, uh, like to say um, the the nastiest uh, the sentence but 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 for us it was very instead it was very important to say that design is a uh, is catching the spirit of the time it became a witness of a um, of the time and uh, and that design is participating to innovate to innovate our our imagination to to innovate our understanding of, of reality and and i think that uh, memphis is still successful today just because of that i do not believe that uh, is matter of uh, of just uh, style colors uh, decorations and so on because because uh, um, uh, the, the, in my opinion uh, just uh, the language of memphis is very much related to the 80s and uh, and and belongs strongly to the 80s uh, the 80s, uh, you, if you remember, no, I don't, you, you probably don't yes, remember. But... I was alive, yeah. <laughs> I do remember the 80s. <laughs> but they were very dangerous, very, 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 uh, for, for, for example, for example, I and I remember very, very clearly that um, there were the, uh, in Europe we had the first uh, um, cries for a shortage of oil and um uh, we used to have uh, we we used not to to um, to go by car on on uh, on Sunday because um, uh, I remember there were uh, the the so-called Sundays without cars to to save uh, to to save gasoline mm. and uh, on the, on one side we was the beginning of uh, the ecological uh, worried preoccupations. And the origin of the uh, of um, the sensibility for 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 nature and for uh, using uh, uh, resources uh, um, uh, not not, um, uh, not uh, regeneratable. And uh, and uh, on the other side, we we were very much fascinated by this uh, by the, the image of uh, of. Um, but mainly, mainly the origin of California, California, the seaside, the ocean, uh, young people, uh, happy, healthy, um, uh, positively think, thinking. Uh, you, you, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Steve Jobs did his first computer in in his uh, garage just in the eighty. Uh, the first uh, Mac computer came out uh, on the market in 81. So uh, was the beginning of a new era, was just the beginning of a, a, a new way of uh, behaving, of working of uh, uh, with new tools and new technology, was it the, uh, just as the arbor, the, the beginning of, uh, um, of uh, IT technology. And, uh, uh, and there were time very, very much exciting about uh, this uh, uh, new uh, wave uh, coming coming from uh, coming from a uh, yes coming mostly from a uh, California um, uh, Silicon Valley and so on so on. so Memphis uh, 
was just uh, um, the way of expressing this kind of optimism and this kind of uh, desire for an happy future, for an optimistic future. Believing in technology, believing in, in human species, believing believing in the future and in a future that would would have been better than the past. Um, the, we were absolutely not uh, eco-anxious at all. Um, we, at the time, yes, we started to speak about uh, ecology, about sustainability, but it was a, a very pale uh, um, feeling. Uh, we were not... not, not, not uh, uh, worried for for nature and um, for, for for pollution, um, um, the, the the idea was a uh, much much more uh, optimistic and positive. Well, it's no wonder that people are drawn to that. Again, um, I I want to talk to you now about another product that you designed in the eighties, uh, the Ptolemaeo lamp for Artemidi, which mm. is reportedly the world's best selling lamp design ever. Could you tell us a little bit about why, yeah, you think that has been such a success? And also, you know, it, the design appears to be current and recent and timeless. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes, it's a good question. I, I, I mean, first of all, I don't have any recipe mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I, I cannot tell the way um, the way to do uh, because uh, because. Um, is very is a very strange combination of uh, of ideas of uh, opportunities uh, of um, uh, successful understanding and so. On. But I, I I have to advance that uh, it's the time of Memphis. I was very lucky. I was definitely very very lucky because in the time of Memphis, um, when I met Ettore, Ettore was a uh, a, a very brilliant. Uh, uh, intellectual designer but at the same time he was a very uh, serious designer for uh, the the main italian company for electronics uh, that was uh, olivetti olivetti was uh, uh, the the, um, uh, the the electronical company in italy and uh, uh, at the time uh, olivetti was very successful and uh, when i met olivetti uh, ettore introduced me in olivetti and he wanted me to become his assistant in Olivetti, and uh, and so uh, in the beginning of the eighties, I was uh, divided between my profession as a serious designer in Olivetti, um, facing all the problem of uh, production, all the problem of uh, um, of uh, uh, speedness, speed for, for for producing and for selling and. Of, for the market, uh, how the market is uh, reacting, uh, the international market, not not, not only the, the Italian or the European market, but uh, uh, the, the broadest possible market. I mean, all these are you know, very serious topic for, for designers. And on the other side, uh, Ettore uh, was uh, thinking to innovate design and the idea of design. And so I was... Uh, very serious on the side of Olivetti and very, very much uh, revolutionary uh, on the side of Memphis and uh, the research of uh, a a, a possible avant-garde in design. Uh, 
in this in this uh, uh, combination of stuff i met uh, also artemide and uh, uh, they they asked me to design products but always very free because they they never used uh, uh, to to give me uh, specific input uh, we, we, we in artemide they've never been a brief uh, to say well, the market is uh, going on this side we have to prepare uh, i don't know table lamps or ceiling lamps or floor lamps no, no, we were totally free to propose everything we we thought could be interesting at the time and uh, ernesto gismondi that was the founder of artemide and uh, and a good friend and also for a while he was also a supporter of memphis he invited me to to show him some ideas some projects and um, uh, i did and um, uh, i was very much uh, uh, intrigued with uh, uh, the the uh, the main success of uh, artemide at the time that was a tizio the lamp tizio designed by richard supper and the, the lamp tizio designed by richard supper was uh, was uh, really uh, a wonderful product i was uh, very much admiring uh, this uh, this product and uh, Richard that was a uh, also a good friend and uh, and I thought but um, uh, I want me to oh, I want me to to design to design a table lamp with um, with, with two arms easy to move um, stable that uh, that uh, you can uh, you can uh, um, put everywhere you want in the kitchen in the office in the uh, in the workshop, in the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, to design a lamp that uh, could work everywhere could be with the best possible um, features, uh, easy to use, easy to, uh, to adapt, yeah, easy to, uh, to, to, to place in any style of environment, uh, you know, historical environment, uh, modern environment, uh, contemporary, avant-garde, um everything something that was uh, in some way apply applicable everywhere and so i uh, i thought to this uh, uh mechanism it was a, a very simple mechanism with a spring and um uh, yes in a very relaxed way i designed this uh, this lamp this um trying to be as much um, as much um, um modest as possible uh, as much humble as possible and i have to say that ptolomeo uh, probably um, deserve uh, success because it's a, a humble product uh, uh, is not, not a, um, uh, celebrating a technology is not a, uh, yes it's a technological product but uh, it fit uh, it fit in any condition and this is the the reason of success i believe Mm, that's yeah that's a, a great answer very interesting insight I want to go back to Olivetti you mentioned um, your time or your experience there but um, I believe you were also the director of design there for over a decade and I think you, during that time you developed a number of experimental projects and a number of theories about the evolution of the workplace and I wanted to ask you about that and if you had any thoughts 
on where that's moving, particularly in the world right now in this post-COVID situation with, you know, a lot of people working from home still. Do you have any um, thoughts or theories about what the workplace or the future of the workplace might look like or how it might function? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, luckily we we are developing very much as a... Uh, the the common idea of uh, of the office, um, yes. In, in, in you, you know, I, I even in Olivetti, I was an architect, uh, and even if if I was uh, responsible for the design of the company, I I was always using uh, the the mental frame of an architect. So my problem was not to design the single product, but to understand how the the, the environment of the office was developing, and uh, I remember uh, when I was um, um, in charge of uh, of a design of um, a responsibility for design. Uh, I immediately uh, went to visit my colleague in Siemens and in Philips. They were the two um, companies in Europe uh, more. Um, Similar to Olivet, not for dimension, but for 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 um, um, typology of products. And I, I remember I met Albert Schultes and um, was a chief designer of uh, Siemens, and uh, uh, Stefano Marzano was chief designer of, of Philips at the time. And we met together just to talk about how the environment of the office was not not only the the physical environment. Also the mental environment, because uh, because uh, when we talk to environment about environment, we often forgive, forget. Sorry, we always forget that uh, uh, the environment is especially uh, a, a mental frame in which we we develop our our ambitions, our, our dreams, our our desire for the future, and uh, and uh, so we did several. Uh, uh, workshops together, in which we 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 tried to imagine uh, a possible uh, futuristic environment uh, uh, produced and, uh, if you want, um, um, supported by by technology, but uh, where technology was not uh, uh, the 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 driving force, but was simply a tool of something to use and to. I have to say that uh, um, that uh, reality is much stronger than not imagination in this uh, in this uh, domain of uh, office uh, evolution, and uh, even now nobody was expecting uh, the COVID, uh, the the virus, uh, the pandemic, uh, and and nobody expected that pandemic could uh, um, could. Um, uh, um, foster the idea of uh, uh, a, a new way of working. And this is important. Uh, office is not uh, just uh, a physical environment uh, with a desk, uh, uh, chairs, uh, computers, and so on, but it's a mental environment. And this is what I understood, especially during COVID time, uh, that uh, um, the, the uh, we are developing a new idea of uh, being responsible, of being uh, uh, um, co- how to cooperate each other. And uh, I'm, I'm very fond, of, a very good fan of uh, um, 
Harari, the, the, the Israel philosopher. And Harari say always that human, humans are much better than all other animal species because uh, uh, not because we have we have uh, individual talent, but especially because uh, we have uh, 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 the best uh, capability to cooperate together. And this is what uh, uh, I, I believe is uh, the future of the office, is uh, uh, to find out the best uh, condition to cooperate. It's not important to stay in a... Uh, uh, in, in a small wooden house in the middle of the, of, of the wood or on the top of a skyscraper, uh, glass and the metal. Um, what is important is to be connected and what is important is uh, uh, to have this uh, 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 clear understanding that everything we do has to be a cooperation between many, many, many people. And, and, and this cooperation happened because we are able to enhance our individuals, uh, our, our individual dreams. Dreams are very important, very, very important. Dreams, desire, uh, ambitions. Uh, this is what is uh, driving uh, the, the idea of the office of the future. We are, we are no longer, uh, we, we talk, we, I mean, I, I know that for a lot of people is a, is always uh, working is always a, a sufferings, but we are, we, as a human being, we don't want to suffer, or at least we want to to work for better for a better condition and uh, always uh, uh, to evolve uh, um, what, what is uh, not. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about your architecture practice, actually. Um, so AMDL Circle, which you founded, um, has been focused on architecture that combines technology and humanist principles. And I, I wanted to see if you could talk to us a little bit about your approach and your methodology and philosophy to human-centric design. I feel very much this uh, uh, pressure of changement of uh, transformation and we are in the, in, in the middle in the middle of unbelievable transformations uh, for, uh, the office is uh, just an example mm. uh, but this transformation and the transformation that uh, we we lived in the in the past years is nothing compared with the transformation that we are going to face in the next future because uh, because uh, uh, there's no way we we live in uh, you know this concept of we are living in the exponential era, and the exponential era is the exponential uh, exponentiality of the uh, transformation that is coming because of uh, uh, scientific discoveries and uh, uh, technological innovations. These uh, science and technology mixed together uh, they are uh, a, a very powerful uh, tool. Uh, that uh, it, it is going to change, uh, uh, and uh, I am optimistic. Uh, I'm going to change a very positively the life of a lot, of uh, many many people, at least in the in the evolved world. Mm. Uh, yes, and 
you know, as an architect, it takes so much time to to this, to to build up a building. Uh, you have the uh, you need at least at least a three five in Italy often ten years to to build up what what you you have created, and there is all the design process, all the administrative process, all the tender process, all the uh, cost analysis time. Uh, I, I mean, uh, is is a procedure that is a uh, is very long and it's very difficult to follow the 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 changement and the transformation of reality uh, when you deal with a, a process that is a uh, so uh, so slow. And uh, and uh, uh, that's the reason why I, I thought uh, we have to as an as architects we have to to foresee uh, with a more um, with a better understanding what's happening and we have to to be more um, influence more, more influential more instigator of uh, uh, of the um, combination between uh, the world that is changing and uh, the realization of this world and uh, and so i thought uh, um, uh, we, we 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 have to change also our Organization. We should not be only architects and uh, and uh, and to focus on the technology and uh, in our uh, profession as uh, uh, technical guys, but we have to to find out uh, more relation with all other disciplines, with uh, um, uh, neuroscience, with uh, psychology, with. Uh, um, um, with the, uh, uh, with all the science of physics and uh, chemistry and uh, um, but also anthropology also historic uh, history uh, I mean uh, today if we want to foresee better the future we have to bring together uh, many different knowledges not not specialized knowledge but uh, holistic knowledge and so I introduce in the office, uh, um, in, in my practice, um, the contribution of uh, other other um, other people, other professionals, um, just trying to to foresee with a more understanding uh, what will happen to to our cities, to our um, uh, environment, uh, house, offices, uh, hotel, um, hospitals, schools, uh, and so on and so. On. And um, we, 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 are, we are doing several researches about how is changing our our world, how is changing our mentality in in, in a way to to face the 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 architectural project in a in a more in a wider uh, way and with a, a wider mentality, and and that's the reason why I call it the circle because of the circle is is just. Um, uh, a kind of a club of different uh, disciplines. Um, uh, the circle is uh, the idea of uh, a, a, a equal contribution to the same topic from for for from for different uh, uh, spe specialities. I, I I believe very much in specialization, but I know that the specialization um, to be effective need to to um, to reduce as much as possible the 
the, the focus and the, the point of research. Uh, but architecture need a much wider, um, a much wider interpretation. And I tell you, um, much, much, much wider. And uh, uh, recently, I understand that uh, need a much uh, creative uh, uh, approach uh, because art and architecture they have never been so close to each other. Uh, because uh, we understood that. Uh, uh, architecture is not a, a simply functionality, but it is also a way to express the time in which we live. Mm. Well, it's interesting that you say art and architecture are so close together. I, I wanted to actually now talk about the work that you're creating, I guess, as an art practice, um, separate to your architecture practice, which is being shown now at design or art fairs, including Nomad. Um, with some of the sort of more sculptural pieces, which I think you've described as ideographic architecture. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes, yes, thank you for, the, for this question. Uh, yes, yes, I, uh, I, uh, as, I, as I told you at the beginning, I, my problem was uh, to find out uh, uh, my individuality. So to find out uh, uh, to find out how I can express myself in the profession and how can I um, uh, give a contribution with um, uh, a, a, a creative research that uh, is uh, independent from uh, from the um, from the market from the from the um, uh, 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 the, the the public environment in which uh, uh, everything uh, in architecture happened. Uh, so I, um, I, 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 I since uh, since many years I I understood that uh, I can uh, uh, give uh, a, a, a contribution just uh, if I keep uh, myself a little bit apart time time by time. Not, not, not always, but time by time. And uh, I can develop something uh, that is uh, much related to, uh, to my sensibility, to, to, to what I feel is important today uh, for myself. And um, um, uh, since many years I started to, to meditate and, uh, and to, to work uh, uh, carefully about uh, my... Um, to, to, to be able to judge my thoughts and and to keep my thoughts separated by 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 reality and and, and this has been very important also to uh, to to approach the um, the idea of uh, of the idea of the future not as a, um, a um, informed uh, society, but a society that is done by many different individuals. Uh, and uh, and uh, uh, to do that, I I rented a space in in the village where I live, and I, I'm working there alone now. I tell you uh, now, today is my uh, last uh, last working day for this year because in Italy uh, August is usually um, a month for vacation, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm going to my atelier in the village, and uh, I'm plenty of uh, 
projects uh, and ideas uh, of um, uh, artworks uh, to produce uh, by myself with my hands and uh, 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 just uh, to, uh, to to stay within my thought uh, and uh, within my my specific uh, idea of what uh, a good life should be. Well, I have just one more question for you. Um, being based in Milan, which is one of my favourite cities in the world, uh, I <laughs> would really love to have you explain maybe what Milan is like from an architectural perspective and perhaps what you love about living there or if you have a favourite building for anyone listening who hasn't been to Milan before. Me too. I love Milano. Is a, I came in uh, 75, so is uh is almost 50 years i'm living in milan and i love milan and, and milano milano is a uh, is a good combination of um uh, of, of of good stuff for example is is a good combination for example as i told before uh, about different disciplines related to contemporaneity like fashion like art like design like architecture and and this uh, this mix of uh, uh, creative disciplines is 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 very successful and uh, could not be uh, different than that. Uh, and that is is fantastic because we have a lot of uh, galleries, but also we have a lot of uh, magazine and uh, uh, and uh, uh, journalists and people that talk and people that uh, that uh, um, improve discussions and. Uh, and um, uh, investigation about uh, what we do, what we are, what we want, uh, and, and so on. And, and, and this is one. But uh, uh, I have to say that Milan is always an Italian city. And, and uh, as Italian city, um, it combines uh, a lot of history, for sure. It combines uh, uh, the, the memories of uh, ancient time, um, pre-Roman time, Roman time, um, uh, all, all the medieval time with, uh, with um, we had a lot of uh, um, people coming from uh, different, uh, the north of uh, Europe, uh, from uh, uh, Asia and so on. And so on. I mean, is a, uh, uh, Milan is a place, is a, the Italian place that, uh, is less Italian, uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and and this is, is uh, for sure is uh, favoring uh, a, 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 a good uh, combination of uh, of uh, interest. Uh, but on the other side, uh, as Italian, as we are very much, we we believe very much that art, architecture, creativity, creativity is uh, that's very important. Creativity. Is a is mainly is mainly an individual um, individual uh, uh, mental process. Uh, we we don't believe very much in uh, uh, social creativity, uh, and <laughs> that's uh, is also why the uh, political situation in Italy is always so unstable. Uh, we believe in, in, in individuals, and we expect from uh, talented individuals to bring their contribution with uh, with uh, um, 
imaginations, with uh, with uh, uh, visions. Yeah, we we need the visions. Uh, never that in the past today is so much important to create visions about the future, positive visions, not not uh, not uh, dark, dangerous uh, and um, pessimistic visions, but uh, to have a clear, sunny, happy, um, happy imaginations. And um, and this is coming from individuals. So uh, Milano, in some way, is able to feed individuals. Also, Salone del Mobile. Uh, you, you probably came into during Salone del Mobile in yeah, Milan. Yeah. Salone del Mobile is it's just a normal commercial fair. But in Milano, everybody is coming because because we are not just presenting products, but we are presenting presenting possible ideas. Possible, not 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 not. Uh, it's not not important if it is a uh, if there will be realistic or or not. If there will be just a, a product, we present a lot of uh, a lot a lot of uh, prototypes uh, that um, most of them they will never become products. But uh, this activity to to present the prototypes and to be ready to uh, to to show and uh, to to discuss about this is a is a wonderful um, is a wonderful mentality and the salon mobile became very famous just because you can uh, you risk you risk to grasp a piece of future. Thank you. That's that's such a lovely and evocative uh, description of Milan, and I really miss it now. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> it's been such an honour and a real pleasure chatting to you today, Michele. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.